mother and we are so glad to be back on the mics today i am josh rogers i am brian Hare, and you are listening in to another episode of your favorite podcast the jigsaw podcast with your favorite neighborhood casa negro so we talk about how we figured this thing called life out but in particular, we talk about the perils, praises, the productivity, and the pump and circumstance of being black millennials trying to do life. Brian. Yes. How are you, my brother? It's always a great day to be black. Is, is this a redemption outfit? Um, no, it is a just <laughs> I'm a support. I'm a I'm gonna stick beside him. I'm gonna stick beside him. Okay. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna He's stick a beside good him. Man, Savannah. He's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> I'm going to stick beside him. I just, <laughs> I went to the game this weekend, this past weekend okay. in Atlanta okay. to support okay. um, my Panthers. And mm-hmm. mind you, I started liking the Panthers because Cam Newton. Cam Newton is nowhere to be found. He is out of the league. Cam, he will never Cam come back. He's out here with like these huge locks. And that's a yeah. big dude. He He's is. come to oh. affect fitness before. That's a big dude. That's a yeah. massive human being. Yeah, I've seen him in the airport. I mean, one time we were on the same flight, headed. Oh, we were headed. I think it was last year, this time last year, or around this time last year. We were headed up to. I was headed to DC during uh, Howard Homecoming weekend. <clears throat> I had a work event, and he was on the flight, and he walked past me, and like he is massive. Like I think he's. I think I was at his shoulder. And I'm mind you, I'm like 5'10, 5, 5'11. 5, like he is a big, big guy. And he's like real bulky too. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, like, you know, playing against him in the NFL. Like that dude is big. Yeah. Well, so how Cam. did you feel really opening Cam. week of, of of football? Your team lost. Badly. Um, yeah. our quarterback is not good at all. Uh Bryce okay. Young, he's a young black man. So I'm not, I don't want to, you know, overly criticize and be negative, which is gonna okay. be a game today. Okay, um, but I just don't feel he has. He don't have it. <clears throat> he he don't have it. I don't you know wherever it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I don't feel he has it right in mm. the <clears throat> the idea um of he played at Alabama, so you know Alabama can kind of hide some of the flaws, right? Alabama is one of the top recruiting schools. They have a great offensive line. They have great running backs, great skill positions, offense, defense. I think he won like the Heisman or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So he played well at Alabama, but sometimes I feel like you can play at Alabama and then you get to the NFL and then you kind of get exposed because you're surrounded by greatness. Now you're on the Panthers, which is like the one of the worst teams in the NFL, one of the worst mm-hmm. lines in the NFL. You don't have a strong running back, don't have a strong wide receiver, but nothing – so I can't put it all on him, but you you know when you're watching somebody play and you're like, oh, there's like flashes of greatness, flashes of 
oh, that boy good. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see any of those. And I was kind of like shocked. <laughs> Man, I didn't see his mechanics were off. No hints of greatness. I not one. So I'm I'm prayerful that, you know, maybe it's just his rookie season and that they maybe they just told him, Don't worry about it. Just go out there and just just play. Just get better. Maybe they said there's no expectations. Um, sure. because even the coaching staff, they look real bad. It's a new coaching staff. And they just organized. Mm. It just looks really bad uh, for the for the Panthers. But like I said, I'm I'm here. I'm gonna support my team. Um, and aside, we'll see what happens. So you're not Listen, gonna switch on over to the LA Rams? Never. Uh, if I'm switching <laughs> over anywhere, I'm switching over to the Eagles. Man, shout out to Jalen Hurts. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, uh, black man. Black man represented oh. by a black woman. Yes, got a black woman. Like mm-hmm. he, he's represented a black woman, has a black woman he's dating or engaged or whatever he is. He loves the Lord. Playing in a sporting. black city. Philly. It's for a black city. Philly you know, is black. The company <laughs> I, I have a pleasure for working for right now. You have the naming rights to the, to the organization. So to the company, mm-hmm. that to the to the field that is. So I'm kind of like a pseudo rooting for the Eagles because it's kind of company culture. Um, but he's black. He's a real black dude. He loves the Lord. You know, he has super swag. I love um, the Lord. And I won't take and it back. I won't take it back. So, um, of course, I'm rooting for the Panthers. But if I if, yeah, if the Panthers don't win the Super Bowl, which so they probably won't, I want the Eagles me. to win the Super Bowl. Oh, he's so so. My son is a Patrick Mahomes fan. <clears throat> mm, okay. He loved you. You know, every now and then we get a point five. That dude was right, and mm-hmm. my son, <laughs> my son, <laughs> son loves his son Patrick Mahomes. He do, I don't know where he comes. I don't know how Jaden decides what people to follow. But I, I get it though. I get yeah, it. Though. I mean, like he's he's just like Munja. Like he's in the he's in the face. He's the commercial. He's the guy. And Patrick Mahomes is great. He's, he's a, really good. He's the best quarterback in the league. He's an excellent quarterback. Yeah. And he and he claims us. And he, he and he claims it. Now he unashamedly claims to be black. He's got a white woman. He does. But who don't know? Unashamed. what doesn't know what food he likes to eat? She who, said fried chicken. She, and she sang it. She sang it. <laughs> she said it so loud with her chest and just and act like it was just like. No. Mexican food. Mexican food. Mexican. Like, girl. Like, you, like. Ash going to know it's fried catfish. going to be like, you're right. Fried hard. Okay? I like crunch on my catfish. Ain't nothing better than this uh, fried fish. Reverend, speaking of fried catfish, if we can move on. I didn't fry none. But I found this new red beans and rice recipe. Okay. Oh, brother, this house. This house was new. This was I was on Bourbon Street. Remember that thing was so good. <laughs> remember, I, remember, I started speaking in an accent. It was, that thing was good. Like I, I've made red beans and rice, but I, I mm-hmm. got it from like this New Orleans chef. Yeah, Creole. elevated my game. Elevated my game. Elevated. Mm. I mean, bro, it, it took me about two hours to cook. I mean, I soaked them beans overnight too. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no cans. I chopped my veggies fresh on my cutting mm-hmm. board. Remember, I cooked. The... I cooked last week. <laughs> This with a celery, Ooh. onion, and what a, what's the trinity? Little celery, bell, onion, bell peppers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I did, but I did a red and a white on y'all. I did oh. both. Mm-hmm. Put my bay leaves in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, boiled a little smoked turkey meat so you can mm. shred that meat up and ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, brown me some andouille sausages. Mm. You put it in a crock pot. Or you put it on the stove. Reverend, I put that thing in my. You know the the, um, the memes that say if this big pot come out, we eat the same thing for three days. I put mm-hmm. it in my big stew pot. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I let that thing slow cook, Reverend. Mm-hmm. And we ate it for two and a half days. We really did because oh, I went. Oh, you should. It was a lot. It was a red lot beans and rice tastes better the next day anyway. And I and I usually don't cook it this early mm-hmm. because you know that's to me that's like a soupish, yeah. wintry. 
but I wanted to get the recipe down. Yeah. So when October, November comes, and I might do a fried fish, red beans, and rice kind of mm-hmm. fish fry at the house. Yeah. So I can I can show you niggas. Mm. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Um, that was something that's oh football. Yeah. Jaden started mm-hmm. the football season. And he they okay. beat their team sixty to zero. My God. The defending Super Bowl champs came in and <laughs> just and said. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> but the season. It was 45 to 0 at halftime. And I feel Ooh. so bad <laughs> for that other team. Mm. And we do have a real mercy rule that if it gets extreme, they take uh-huh. the score off the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. They keep counting. They just take it off the score. They just take it off the scoreboard. Yeah. But I'm like, get them ready for real life. Yeah. Because when you lose, you lose. Um, it happens. It happens. We all lose. We take L's every once in a while. It happens. And Jaden, uh, his coaches have been talking about him, how his football IQ is changing and increasing. Mm-hmm. He had 15 tackles and two sacks in this last practice. Whoa, okay. Um, he's he's like jetting in that backfield, knocking that. I said, Jaden, that's your, that's your quarterback. Yeah. I know this is a practice, but but I want you to keep the energy because when the game <laughs> comes. So he's he's uh, he's starting this game on defensive end. Okay. Um, he's that's just a strong position to play yeah. for. Yeah, and his coach was like, He's making. He was like that dog has has woken up in him. Mm. And it was like, and he's making. He's one of our elite defenders, and he's making the rest of his team play hard. Mm. It was like because they don't want to slap. I said, listen, well, we. I said, I do as much as I can. I run a few, <laughs> I run a few drills at home. <laughs> we talk to him. We got the playbook, Reverend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you why this team is like mm-hmm. they, they. They this team is a special group of kids. They're talented. Yeah. But like last night was uh-huh. usually a no practice night. They went to Coach House and did a whole film session. Wow. Nine year olds. Wow. Film sessions. Wow. I said, that's why y'all beat niggas 60 to 0. Yeah. Ain't nobody study, ain't nobody doing this. Like no one this film. Level. bro. I got their digital playbook on my phone wow. to go through plays with Jaden. Like wow. They take yeah. football seriously, man. Yeah. So well, that's good. I yeah. think I feel like that's something that you know they're and this is like a, a filter program, right? So it's like it's goes supposed to be yeah. great and goes mm-hmm. like to the high school or yeah, something like if, that. Or? If you if you take it seriously, the the the, the idea is that you play from area to high. So, if he sticks he with it. it. You built up this discipline at a young age, the film study and, and practicing and playing hard. Then by the time of high school, you'll be, you'll be good to go. I talked to Coach, though. I said, now we got to rethink this defensive end as he gets older. Mm-hmm. My baby's little. Oh. <laughs> okay? So, we need to start thinking about safety corner. We're going to keep on uh-huh. defense. Yeah. I said, because them other jokers been to get big. Right, mm-hmm. so blocking right now, but man, God gonna get knocked over because <laughs> there's a couple of kids that's already like 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Jaden's a good 68 weight, right? Mm. That's about a 32 pound difference. That's a lot of weight, right? right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. as they start lifting weights and get bigger and bulkier, that's they, imagine a big Cam Newton coming up against my 5'10, 100. Yeah, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't fair. That ain't fair. So, that ain't yeah, fair. we got to set my man up for success. Um, yeah. but song of the week. Yeah, uh, okay. I actually have two songs. Oh, okay. Um, oh, one, I'm excited. One righteous, one ratchet. Give me one. Oh second. no! Don't let the man argue with Lecrae hear you. Uh, who? <laughs> oh man, get out of my face! <laughs> like, get out of my face with that. I I can care less. Um. So, do you want the righteous or the ratchet one first? We're going to end it with God. So okay. give us a reason to repent and then take us to the throne. <laughs> okay. So I like to stay within things. So here goes. Oh, that's a good one. It had us in the show called one of the summers. What, what summer was it? It was before the pandemic. It was. 
Let's say 18, 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. Pause real quick. The Go fact for that it. Duval had a song. He had a song, a popular song, and it it went that he was singing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was a real song. It was a, a real, real song. Um, okay, let's go to the other one. This is more righteous. Okay, we ready? Okay. You had to do me like that. <laughs> But there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds, and it's dark in my heart, and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day. But where are the skies? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. I'll be honest with you. So can I play some for you? Go for it. Play okay. <clears throat> so the same song, but it was done okay. live, and he okay. brought our he brought our favorite Clark in to ad lib. <clears throat> okay. Sing. The Rose. The Rose of Gospel. The Rose of Gospel. The Rose of Gospel, man. Ah, Kirk Franklin, I smile. Lou Duvall. So I smile because I'm not going back and forth with you niggas. I'm not. I'm not. And that's on period. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm like, oh, that's what you should have. That's what we should have started this <laughs> podcast with. I don't get paid to argue with you. With you, I'm happy. You Man, mad? You mad? You you big, big mad? mad. <laughs> that's because that's Pli- That's Kirk Franklin's uh, mm-hmm. tether. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's his us. All right. Well. um, that being said, I'm still an acceptor. Brian, you ready to head over to Bless Report and talk about some black excellence? Let's do it. Let's get into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking around for the Blessed Report. We is a part of the episode where we shout out black folks doing great black things. Josh and I don't just celebrate 
and support black folks during Black History Month or on Juneteenth. No, no. We celebrate black folks and black businesses 24-7-365. So if you have a black business, yes. feel free to let us know uh, about it. And we can shout you out on the podcast. If you uh, know someone who has a black business that you know you feel they deserve a shout out, let us know. Send up, uh, let us know. Send the profile to the DM or whatever, and we will prayerfully, uh, if we feel like it makes sense, we will shout them out on the podcast. Also, if they would like to sponsor uh, the Jigsaw Podcast, we would love to do that as well. So, if they have a product or a service that we feel aligns with the Jigsaw and they want to sponsor, let us know and. We will do those things. All right. So, bless the report. This week we have ebony wine and spirits. Mm. Ebony wine and spirits. Jesus' just, first miracle. Yes. So, if if Jesus can drink it, or at least he can create it, bring me the water pot. Listen, everything the Lord did is <laughs> made is good, right? Um. Uh. So, uh, ebony wine and spirits. Camila Masonda. That's a black <laughs> name. It's black. Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this black owned wine company is changing the world of wine. Ebony Wine and Spirits is in Charlotte, North Carolina's only black owned wine and spirits company in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, It is Charlotte, North Carolina's only black wine and spirits company. So the only one in Charlotte area is owned by Camila, uh, Camelia. Masanda, the brand is inspired by her Congolese roots, so she mm-hmm. is from the motherland, right? Uh, and her way of celebrating the history and heritage of vast black cultures around the globe. Uh, it's She says, we are the fresh and free new faces inside the wine industry. Representation is so important within the wine industry because seeing is believing a vision or a dream cannot be established or realize if something doesn't trigger a memory or a thought that may have been seen. So mm. she understands representation is important. It expands her uh, outlook. And we said last week on the last episode, as far as dreaming big, sometimes you can only dream as big as what you've seen. Uh, yeah. So we want to dream bigger than that. So if you, you know, if you, if you want to uh, start your own wine or spirits company, and that's something you feel you should do, go ahead and do it. Uh, there's never too many uh, wine and spirits out there because somebody will still support you. <laughs> what? <laughs> never. <laughs> you know how many liquor stores there are on these corners? Hello. There is space. You want to get your lesson on be smart in school? <laughs> <laughs> I wish Burton Salter was still alive just so I could, just so I could call him. Like I had his number. But I wish we could. I, I was smart in school. On. I was my school. I, you married my parents. Right? I was standing right there. I was living in your church for about a year or some change. I, I was out of the in crowd. I got a, I got I a close there. to God. I was right here in prayer house of deliverance. I was right there. <laughs> oh. All right, well, Brian, That's remind fine. us who it is and the business again so we can all support them. Definitely Ebony Wine and Spirits. You can check them out yes. right now at ebonywineandspirits.com or on IG, Ebony Wine and Spirits. So please feel free to follow them, mm-hmm. like, share, whatever, to support them, and also let them know the Jigsaw uh, shout them out. Yeah, yeah. Bless them up. <clears throat> um, at the moment, unless something comes in or has come in, I don't know if anyone of, I don't want to say of importance, but of icon status has passed away. So that means what? As I look back over my life, 
Oh, okay. And I see yes. all the things. Mm-hmm. That's the fo- see, I, I was at that bridge. And I drove to that bridge. <laughs> and I was about to drive off and I heard the Lord say, Dorinda. Mm-hmm. And I took my hands off and I gave him glory. <laughs> all the things God's done for me. Been through dangers, uh-huh. heartaches, and suffering. I thank the Lord. He blessed me still. Mm-hmm. And I could have failed, failed from his grace. Now I can say mm-hmm. that I'm still here. Yes. And it's by the grace. Yes, yes. Let me throw this in here. Let me, let me throw a black ass <laughs> moment in here. Um, okay. So, and it kind of made me thinking when you sang that and you talked about her building the bridge, it kind of reminded me of uh-huh. the Clark Sisters uh, docu-series movie kind of thing. All right. Mm-hmm. So black ass questions, moments are questions, conversations concerning black culture and community, which may be comedic or critical. Um, so <clears throat> what is your favorite black biographical movie or mini series? Right. What's, what's your favorite? What love got to do with your favorite? <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. But it's so well done. it's you know as a child it's funny growing up you know you mature and you be like dang but Mm -hmm. that's the one that grabbed me first now i enjoy Mm -hmm. many of them but what's love gonna do with it just and then it made me really want to understand tina more and as i got older Mm -hmm. i really looked up like her story and really began to empathize and see like the true tragedy tragedy Mm -hmm. that her life was at the time and how she dealt with it almost through death even like i want to talk about this that was not a happy time Mm -hmm. in my life um, right. And then even seeing the other side about Ike, like, right, I give Ike no passes, but like watching mm-hmm. his own song did provide mm-hmm. insight to maybe why he was the way he was. And then he was on the episode of Judge Joe Brown, you know, so it was just so many <laughs> he was in a small claims court. I, was, I, I, ne- I never hear, I never hear. I, I, I slapped her a couple of times, but I ain't punch him. She was right? sad. So, yeah, <laughs> like, she was what? Sad. I said, what you, what you sad for? So I slapped her until she got happy. So it's just like, it's it's so wild. And it's just like, yeah. I think I enjoy because it's like their story is almost unbelievable. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like this <laughs> was happening and I'm sure. Tina was the only woman dealing with domestic violence. Yeah. Like having them in that spotlight. So um, while I do not celebrate domestic violence in mm-hmm. any sort of the way, I think Tina's story of triumph, as yeah. I matured and watched it later in life, um, it's just one to, it's one to, um, I don't want to say admire, but it is. It's, 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 it's a beautiful story, especially seeing how she hit her stride after everything she went through a little bit later in life. Like it's also a story of it's never too late to start over, and when you start over, you can start over in a massive way. Yeah, and she yeah. did it. So second act, you went from kind of like old black rock and roll to like mm-hmm. contemporary rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, expands your audience, and so now you're like you took over a wide white space. <clears throat> yeah, without a doubt, like you went completely. <laughs> Different direction. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm leaving the United States. I'm going, going, I'm and living, denouncing my citizenship. I, you know, <laughs> became a white woman in my later, <laughs> in my later years. <laughs> she never came back. Which one is yours? 
Um, ooh, it's so tough. Like, I like the new edition joint that came out recently. I, I feel like that was okay. done well. Especially um, for BT. Yeah, for, for BT, well. it was yeah. done well. Uh, they did great casting. Like, they did a really good job with, with that. Um, uh, it's hard. Um, because it's out like certain. I think Ray was was the best, like the uh, best done. Jamie going. hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna say Ray's probably my is the best. My favorite, my favorite. I'm gonna say is the Temptations joint. Mm. Is the Temptations like you're always on the road? Yeah, <laughs> be my father, like be my father. <laughs> and then that nigga had to go the long way to get the food. Like that's your fault, bro. And never came back. Like, why'd you go the long way, Blue? Come why on, did you have to go the long way, Blue? And look, and look at that story. Not everybody's coming to see Otis because <laughs> he's the only <laughs> one alive. Did you know that uh, Otis Williams and Patti Bell were engaged at one point? At that. Is something I did not know. Yeah, apparently they were together. She he proposed. She said yes, and he wanted her to like quit singing oh, and just be oh, his yes. wife. And she that's, said, "That's not a chance." See, he said, <laughs> I, "I'm already second. I'm already last in this group. I'm not going to be in your shadow." But it's like you can't. Patty Labelle is one of our divas. What? Patty Labelle is still singing today. Yes, it's a lead. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's still taking them shoes off. Right. She can't remember her words. She cannot. But, <laughs> but man, please. Like, yeah, that was, she said, because she was like, I, I would sing for free. Like, I just love singing. I sing every single day. Like, mm-hmm. so you can't tell me I can't the audacity. perform. Like, what? Like, huh? So, yeah, that's why they broke up. Yeah, I would have, yeah, and rightfully so. What? Mm-hmm. And that gives me controlling vibes. Like, he probably tried to hit Patty. But I feel like Patty would have killed that nigga. I feel oh, yeah. like Patty would have made one in a pot. I feel like, like Patty would Patty would have got one of the butcher knives in his sleep. She was <laughs> cutting up them greens before she cleaned them, and she would have killed him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it would have been a, it would have been a, it would have been a, a murder by man <laughs> lifetime story. Listen, uh, we're gonna, we gonna get Auntie off. Honorable mention. Okay, get on up was really good with Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, so, Chadwick is. Chadwick is is so good. He's just mm-hmm. so good. Now he was um, good in forty two, but like him him as James Brown though. Yeah, he rocked James Brown. I just wish James, I just wish it was darker. Like I want it like it, it, to me. I want Brian, it, I want to be, like, be on that filthy up. Brian be on that filthy I want the real. I want cocaine. I want heroin. I want uh, you know, graphic nudity. I want the. I want. I want to feel like I'm I'm off that narcotic. I ain't smoking that narcotic. I got us a song. I got a song. I got something some good song too. I got a good song. We come back. I know. I know. I know you over there doing that lot of dirty stuff with the white boy, but it ain't. It ain't nothing we should do, anime. It ain't nothing we should do. I got a song. Listen. She slammed that car seat. You done messed up a brand new automobile. This ain't the last you seen of me, anime. This ain't the last you seen. The 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 fact that he said automobile is the thing. I'm gonna start saying automobile. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> played the dog crap out of Ike Turner. Did, and, and but, but going back to our thing about the um, <clears throat> the um, Rick James story, Lawrence Fishburne is probably a whole foot taller than Ike Turner, <laughs> and is fair skinned Don't look nothing like Ike, because <laughs> Ike Mm-mm. was like dark, kind of short, like yeah, yeah. But Lawrence Fishburne became 
Yeah. Ike Turner. Mm-hmm. When that man walked through the house with that hand belt, remember? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was so like it's a terrible, it's a, such a sad story, but it's but it also it's a it's an iconic it's, it's an iconic, iconic movie, man. Movie. They told they told that story so well. Yeah, the casting the everything. It was just uh, yeah. out of, yeah. out of the musical ones that they made. Like, excuse me, Jackson. Jackson joint is people always talk about that one. I can't. It is. It takes a week and a half. (laughs) It is so long. It's the American dream. It's you know. You know they're doing a Michael Jackson biopic for his nephew. Okay. I I think one of the brothers. I think maybe Jermaine's son. Yeah. As as long as they keep it honest, man. Like let be honest with us. Like just be honest. Like we want to know. Like like like. Did you see the Whitney Houston joint that just came out like not too long ago? Yeah, it was the last Christmas. Yeah, I saw it. I went yeah. to the movies and saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it didn't really give us. But I also any... think that's because once more, Clive Davis did it, right? Okay. And we've had so many, bro, biopics and like documentaries. It really wasn't nothing mm-hmm. to tell us about Whitney. Yeah. And Whitney also lived. Excuse me, not in the world of social media, but she she had a reality that reality show with her and Bobby Brown, yeah. unhinged. Yeah. Unhinged. I just <clears> threw <throat> a clip yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but she was like ramming in there. She was like, ramming in there. You got you, you got big feet. Yeah, she have big feet. You're a man, ramming in there. And her body was just like. Mm, just, mm. But that's 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 the that's, that's the I like to see the reality of it all. And I but I also think though because we had those like those moments on camera and mm-hmm. you know the stuff that they went through back and forth. It, it was it wasn't much for us to 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 learn or to yeah. like. James Brown and like the Tina Turner, I, like we knew, like a lot of people knew of their violence, but like I don't think people knew, right, the extent yeah. of what happened. And even like James Brown, like to see, and even Ray, like to understand the depth <laughs> of his struggle, like how he found that women were pretty with the little hand and wrist thing. Like, yeah, that, that, like, something like that was dope. Moments. Yeah, and that's because yeah. they also they lived when there wasn't a lot of cameras, there was no social media, mm. there was none of that. So when you get to like Whitney Houston, who was yeah. in that era, but also started to come into the. Yeah. You know the uh, reality TV, we've seen and we've seen every. And then she was very public about she wasn't public, but it was public. Yeah, her her struggles, the tabloids, with, with were drugs and the tabloids and stuff like that. So, um, so I think that movie was disappointing because Clive Davis romanticized Whitney's life, which mm-hmm. I think is fine because yeah. she was also she was our princess. Yeah, but she also had her proclivities. Yeah. Right? Um. So yeah. to your point. I don't know that I'm looking for the dirt, but if you're gonna if you're gonna tell the life story, then just tell the story. Yeah, yeah. If mm-hmm. you're gonna opt it, like that's just if I decided to write a book about my mm-hmm. life, I might as well tell the story. Otherwise, why am I writing the book? You know what I'm saying? All right. Like, all right, yeah. So, so again, anyway. we are, I'm gonna put it out there. Please, please, Lord, let us get a Rick James bio bio biopic. Oh, please, that please. That's all we need. That's all we need. Please. Please give us Rick James. Yeah, that's what we Please need. Please give us Rick. And can we get a Jodeci one since we do a group? Oh, yeah. Can I, see, can, can I see Casey? I feel, like, in I, feel, I feel like we should. We can get, <clears throat> like, people have been saying, like, an Uptown a Uptown Records. Like, that could be a whole, like, 50 Cent can make, like, a a, a, a whole series off of Uptown and have a whole part of just Jodeci. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's... Mm-hmm. The way the the, the Lucy, level kind like he did BMF, you What'd know. You I said kind like he did BMF. Like, yeah. tell the story without telling the story. Yeah, without telling some of the story. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But I, I, Joe to see would be great. Like, give us Casey growing up in church, and then 
the you know getting the industry and being wide open and being mm-hmm. exposed to things that he probably wasn't exposed to. like to me, all those things make so much sense to me like the Take fact that like money. yeah you a church kid and you get into the to the industry my house and my car on them things for hit of you mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have what up. you can have it all baby what why? Cause making love every uh-huh. time we do. Yeah. Cause your love is a drug. What and happened? I'm an addict for you. And you know I can't, can't leave, leave you alone. You got me feeling. <laughs> Bro, let me let, let me move walk down towards this billboard because I didn't get stuff. We gonna we had to roll through this because we didn't waste some time. Coco won the U.S. Open, y'all. She did it at 19 years old. She's the youngest player since Serena did it um, at age 17. If you're looking at the writings on the wall, she was destined to be great when she beat Venus a few years back. Mm-hmm. And um, she was, you know, she got next. Uh, yeah. After the match, she said, thank you to people who didn't believe in me. Um, you know, it's, it's giving me Shikari Richardson vibes. Thank you for the people who didn't believe. I'm Hello. here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm still here. The ring I hate her. And, um, <laughs> and Stevie said, I may be black. I may be a woman. I may even be ugly. But I'm but here. <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, so I'm still not that Coco is ugly at all, but you know mm-hmm. it's the it's the sentiment of being still here. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping it um, in line with sports, Team USA mm-hmm. was eliminated. Now Noah Lyles, <laughs> Noah Lyles got on y'all television. <laughs> so I said you ain't no world champions mm-hmm. unless you play against the world, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> they played against the world <laughs> and they lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can debate. No, yeah. I don't. I really don't want to debate no allows comments because I don't get paid to do that. But right. uh, they did. Didn't they get eliminated by Germany? Yeah, yeah, they got eliminated by Germany, and then they lost to Canada. So they lost like three times. Uh, yeah, they lost to Lithuania, Germany, and and Canada. You, you ladies, uh, Tory Lanez gonna beat you now. Um, mm-hmm. LeBron and Steph said they're ready to redeem the title. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, LeBron can play, but LeBron, you ain't no spring chicken, so don't get out there and mess up. Don't get right. that mess up, man of God. All right. Make sure y'all have mm-hmm. a few younger men coming off the bench. All right. Yeah. <laughs> to keep it going. To keep it going. Mm-hmm. To keep it going. Because yeah. these listen, these world players said we've been losing to the USA way too long. Mm-hmm. It's our time. It's our yeah. time. All right. Just like the Jamaicans rose up and it was the first time the USA won in mm-hmm. forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so don't let that happen in basketball. Right. <laughs> so these other things will rise up. Right. Uh, and that and that fuels Dylan Brooks fire. Mm-hmm. Cause man, the guy was over there. That man scored thirty nine points one of them guys. <laughs> yeah, on, Can- on Team Canada, and that's what people were saying is like the reason why uh, I think Gilbert Arenas was saying the reason why like players do well internationally is because like Dylan Brooks was wasn't even the reason why he was upset in Memphis because he felt like he was a better scoring option, like he could have mm-hmm. contributed mm-hmm. more on the offensive end. Where they're like, no, mm-mm, no, no. We got job. We got uh, some other players. Like you, do what you got to do. But on the on the U.S. or not the U.S. on their national team, they're allowed to just play how they play. So mm-hmm. he might ball out in on the, in the World Championship, but he can't do that in the NBA because he's kind of oh yeah, no. yeah it's it's a whole different play his role. He got to play his role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's Canada superstar. He's Drake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Canada, 
But Canada has nice players. So I ain't gonna hold you. Canada has a, a really nice, nice uh, team. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, speaking of people who are doing their thing, Quavo, hmm. uh, Quavius, Kiate, Marshall. Let me just let me let's just let's just let's just pause. <laughs> And let that settle in our spirits. This is like, <laughs> Brian, that, that name is like a good marinade. You can't just, you just can't rush that. <laughs> Quavius, uh-huh. Kiate. Uh-huh. <laughs> that little. Strong. Five letters, but three syllables. Kiate. <laughs> Kiate yeah. Marshall. <sighs> Kiate. Like, where, where, like, where do we get this from? I'm, when I finally get this dog. Mm-hmm. It is going to be like Nevadius, Carisha, Kiate, oh. <laughs> Rogers. This is, it's it's going to be a. It is going to be a hodgepodge of just. When just, I tell you that name is going to be so strong, it can move mountains. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> strong black name for a dog. I love. Well, I mean, I love it. Anyway, more popularly known as Quavo, um, is making moves outside of the studio. He said, "Next year, I want to roll myself in University of Georgia, UGA." I'm going back, and he said he's gonna go. He said he's going to campus, mm, just like Nick Cannon went to Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> went back, went there. You're not gonna pull me in that negativity. Quavo <laughs> returned his high school diploma in 2020, so it comes to no surprise that he chose UGA because um, he's an avid fan of Bull Dogs. Um, so shout out to he might write that new fight song. He might. He might write the new fight song. Him and Offset seem to be in in in, in good spaces today. Praise um, the Lord. So maybe we'll get a, you know, an offset Quavo because ain't no mommy goes. God rest take off. Oh, Lord. What a that loss man, to the that body. That man is gone. What a loss to the body. That man is gone. Speaking of music, the VMAs, I'm going to ask you this question just because I know the answer, but I know, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you watch them? No. Did not. I didn't even know what was going on until I looked at the social media. I was like, oh, okay. I knew that was going on because I went so, so um, I was telling you before we started recording that. We're kind of down to one car. So I've been working out at night because of that. And when I was in there, they mm-hmm. had the VMAs on the TVs. Hearts Fitness is nice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, the VMAs are on. And I was I actually intended to watch because I knew Nikki was hosting. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see that dynamic of <clears throat> Miss Nikki hosting mm-hmm. while Cardi and Meg were performing. Yeah. I just needed to see it live. Um didn't watch it. I heard Cardi and Nicki did bongo. Have you listened to their song Bongos? I have not. Is it good? You okay. Well, it's not bad. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I will say that. Is it better than it is not better than WAP? Okay. I I feel like they tried to give us another WAP moment. Mm-hmm. It's just not that. Um yeah. I do WAP think they have good. I do think they have good chemistry. I do think they have good chemistry. Um, but you know the song is okay, and it's and the thing about it is kind of, and it's kind of catchy, and as catchy as it could be, it still ain't like that. It still ain't the song of twenty three. I don't know that we're gonna have a defining song this year. No, no. I don't know. I don't know, Brian. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready to get <clears throat> I'm, like Victoria Monet and some other people have gave us some like stuff, mm-hmm. but ain't nobody gave us like that. You can't get away. Like remember when LMA gave us? Uh, yeah. Uh, boot up, boot. I about to say my boot. Boot up, yeah. bro. You couldn't get away from it. No, last year everybody's soul was unbroken. Mm-hmm. You can't break my soul. Yeah. Um, I was an hour. Like, hours and hours was a thing. Like what year was that? Yeah, that might like, have been what twenty one, twenty two, but it was around yeah. the 
end yeah, of the year going toward, yeah. going toward um, Valentine's Day when they finally started to die down some like certain and even if it's that's the thing like money that song came out around in the winter fallish when it finally mm-hmm. hit so it doesn't even have to be a summer anthem it's just I don't know that we had anything that just that has just captured us, us and just like and and organically we're just like oh yeah. this and like, is and it that Angel had more margarita which I think it was wildly successful particularly because of the background story but yeah. it's still and you know and I, I love to see that glow up but it mm-hmm. still ain't that like it has now and for all intents and purposes kind of fizzled a little bit yeah like but booed up bro it was like eight months later we were still booed up and then yeah. and then she hit us with trip and then Jaquish yeah. decided to do a remix that was better and than her crushed it <laughs> and listen I don't really give Jaquish his flowers but Queen mix. A, bro- a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. <clears throat> we haven't had we haven't had the song of the year yet. Like we haven't. We I haven't. don't know anything that came out this year that was like. That's Beyonce just got to give us Act Two, yeah. and give us a song. Now Nicki's giving us you know Pink Friday Two. Drake album is about to come out. Mm. So he we gonna give us stuff some... in the, we got some stuff in the pipeline, but is it gonna take over? Like Did he drop Hotline Bling. Hotline Blaine came out. Yeah. As corny as it was, remember "Nice for What"? Yeah. Like, well, uh, is that that's the Kiki oh, joint? Uh, Kiki, Kiki. That's "Nice for What." You gotta be nice for what? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then with Cardi, "Bodak Yellow." Like songs, man. <laughs> that was songs. a good one, bro. Bodak Yellow had everybody talking about getting a bag and fixing their teeth. Mm, that was good. That was a yeah. good one. So anyway, um, but anyway, the VMAs. I don't yeah. have much to say that I didn't watch it, but I will say Nikki did preview one of her songs from Pink Friday, and it, the people say that she the song threw shots at some of the rap girlies. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say it like this: We know what Nikki gonna do at this point, mm-hmm. so there's no need to get caught up in your your rage and your anger because Nikki gonna be Nikki. I do believe though her songs could be interpreted different because everybody talk their stuff in their songs. Like mm-hmm. Trina been saying, she the baddest B for years. Right, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was saying I'm the best rapper alive, with Jay Z very much still living and rapping. Right, yeah. then Jay Z comes back and says I'm the best rapper. Right, mm-hmm. and then you got all these other people like Drake call himself the goat, and you yeah. know this, 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 and the third. Right, so I think everybody can, you know, Queen Latifah's name was Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah had two hit singles, so yeah. like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay, and it's okay. But my point is that I think rap is infused with that kind of confidence, borderline arrogance. Yeah. I think it just comes differently from a Nikki when much of your career has been riddled with beef, particularly with other women yeah. and women who are really killing it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The fact that you're getting along with Sexy Red, don't impress me because mm-hmm. Sexy Red right here talking about why her booty over right? right? Like, And you got yeah. her remix and didn't even do your best verse, but rap circles yeah. around the girl. You know what I'm saying? So like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She don't, she don't, it, once they start like, <laughs> blowing like past not past or it's impossible but once they start giving like a, a level of success where they're ascending then she's like nah i'm, I'm good because like ice spice mm-hmm. she's cool with ice spice and she's cool with like other like non threats let me say that threats to her the only from. person that she's like is jt because the city yeah. girls are the city girls right mm-hmm. but like she she rocks with jt um yeah. but anyway i just i wanted to speak to that dynamic and only because i, I think i am going to go back and watch it just so I can kind of see what that was like. 
because um, I actually heard the VMAs was actually pretty good this year. Yeah, I heard the performances um, were amazing. Yeah, I heard the from because I even heard Nikki's Nikki did a they were all people that let her do a fifty year tribute, and she did like a melody of her songs, mm-hmm. some of her older songs, Itty Bitty Piggy, which is a I heard now I heard that at a brunch. That's how from a BMO Scotty mixtape, and the mm-hmm. whole restaurant went stupid. Uh, <laughs> she, she does the um, it's it's on the she got a dunk sample, uh-huh. um, but she like. I went to Wayne, whatever. I went to Hill, mm-hmm. Maine, all that. Great song. Um, and then she did some of her other stuff. She did Red Ruby to the Sleeves, which is one of her newer songs. The song ain't that mm-hmm. great, but she samples the uh-oh, so it's good. Yeah. And then she brought out Wayne. And Wayne did like some verses. So like, I heard the performances were great, so I want to watch it yeah. just for that. And maybe I just go to yeah. MTV on YouTube and watch the clips. But yeah. I wanted to end with that because that leads us right into the living room with this amazing discussion we have about Almost like anger management, we're trying to figure out why the blacks or some of the people are always mad and nothing. Right. So, <laughs> grab your snacks, <laughs> grab your drinks, grab your candy, grab all that you need to grab, and let's go have this great liberal conversation. Let's do it. All right, puzzle pieces. Uh, we are here at the living room, which is the meat of the conversation of the episode of the show uh where we kind of discuss some things a little deeper and today we're kind of dealing with why folks are mad kind of navigating (laughs) negativity go deeper (laughs) um so let's let's kind of frame this conversation who who said that deeper i think you had you had you had left the purple church by then yeah, I tell you, I tell you about it afterwards. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So, so there was a so there was a clip of our VP, uh, Kamala oh, Harris. Kamala, and mm-hmm. she was enjoying herself. Yep. At the a fiftieth anniversary of hip hop that she hosted thing that she hosted. Um, and she was enjoying herself and having fun and dancing and singing to the songs or rapping along. Uh, and if you read the comments of the different videos that were floating around, uh, it was just steeped with just negativity and criticism. Uh, it was, oh, she's pandering. Um, why are you over dancing to this hip hop music and you should be, you know, getting you know, laws passed, you know, we can guess on another story about how people just lack common sense. When I tell you people did not pay attention to social studies. I mean, just know nothing. We took American government in what, 11th grade, I think I did. Um, People just don't know how things work. They don't know the role of the vice president. Uh, People are saying, oh, you can, you disappeared after you won our vote and now you over here dancing at pop, which is a whole nother conversation about people saying that she dipped out on us. All kind of stuff, but basically it was a, just a series and uh, series and series of just negative comments as if people, human beings like you and I, and she has a job just like you and I, even though hers is a little more high profile, right, can't even for a moment just let their hair down, relax, and have a good time without being ridiculed or bombarded bombarded with criticism and just outright just I don't know I what were your before going through the conversation what were your thoughts on the on the video Josh 
I was none of that crossed <clears throat> my mind about pandering. So let me start. Let me give a lot of context. <clears throat> okay, do it. Before Biden won, I don't think it's no secret that Kamala Harris is my presidential choice. Yes, I had I had done my research about some mm-hmm. of her uh, her time as Attorney General in California, uh-huh. and I understand some of the things she did. I also understand some of the reasons why she did it. I didn't agree mm-hmm. with everything, but at the time, she was my choice. Right? Yep. I soon began to understood that she didn't have a chance at becoming mm-hmm. the nominee. And when it was, and then just as much she was my original choice, when Biden got into office, I kind of knew he was going to pick her because mm-hmm. he had already promised to have a woman. But I was also not necessarily 100% sure she should have been the choice because of, yeah. excuse me, because of like what her perception had become in terms <laughs> of the public with people. And considering Biden's age, she would, you know, because that conversation is happening a lot right now. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I had, because Malcolm, I was a political science major, so I was thinking mm-hmm. through all these things. Not that I liked her any less, I just understood what was at stake. So um, that was just kind of my thing. She got into office, and I don't know if we make the jokes like, where did Kamala go? But Kamala has been championing um, um, maternal issues for mm-hmm. um, women um, and, 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 um, the complication that they face with giving birth. Um, Kamala has Which been... Which is disproportionate when it comes to black women and any other race is completely yeah, disproportionate. Yeah. Yep. Kamala has been championing like HBCU funding um, mm-hmm. and student loan she debt cancellation. And she went to HBCU. <laughs> like, she's been championing. And then I think, and if you just understand the vice presidency, yeah. like, they, they're going to have the things that they champion, but they're yeah. not going to be like, y'all say, where was Joe Biden? Joe Biden got the level of attention he got as VP because of his personal relationship and proximity with Barack at the time. Yeah. We didn't really see Joe Biden doing, I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do anything, but we didn't really right. see him actively working more or less as we saw him in a juxtaposed next to Obama a lot. And I think a lot of that was intentional because Barack had yeah. to fight through the optics <clears throat> of being the first black and being inexperienced and blah, 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 blah. So having yeah. someone with an ex- with experience, having someone who was white and who could play both sides of the field, like that was important for the mm-hmm. optics of it all. Yeah. Um, Kamala, not so much, in doesn't have that same need in terms of supporting Biden in that way, but it doesn't mean that she isn't working. On the right. flip side of all of that context, though, mm-hmm. Kamala is a black woman. Yeah. She married a white man. Yeah. You can you can debate that whatever you want, like, but mm-hmm. she chose who she chose. Right. She went to HBCU. Mm-hmm. She pledged a black sorority. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's she's never been unashamed about identifying as a black woman. She's also acknowledged, right, her Southeast Asian roots as well. Yep. Um, but she is a black woman. And what we saw was a woman who grew up in the age of hip hop yeah. enjoying hip hop. Yeah. And she went to school in DC. So yeah. I can imagine when she was living in DC, like Q tip, vibrant thing. Like, bro, that, like, like the reason why Wale's like poke it out was so dope because that beat yeah. rides, it? yes, it rides, right? Yeah. And and she was giving us peak auntie moves, like, yeah, she was pointing mm-hmm. and she was yeah. like, she, she did a little, she did a little, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I promise you, if she wasn't VP and them cameras weren't there, twerk. Oh, it would, it it would have gave us a little slight auntie. I'm, she yeah. probably would have did she. Cause I was waiting on her to hit, not the twerk per se, because she is one of a particular age, but that circle turn that the auntie's uh-huh. be doing with yeah. the I was waiting on right. <laughs> I was waiting on that one. Um right. but I think it was a woman who threw a party and and here's the other thing. 
how many times have presidents and local leaders threw things at the White House or at their offices to celebrate monumental milestones in culture? It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Yeah. Not to say because she's a black woman, but she is a black woman who probably enjoys hip hop. Like she's not pandering to us. She right. likes like her enjoyment of that song was genuine. Yeah. When Hillary got on, and y'all know I go up for Hillary Rodden Clinton. But when she got on Ellen and did the, the, the um, that was dabbing, that's pandering. When when <laughs> hot sauce in her bag, right? Yeah. Hot when, sauce. when when Swag. Bill got back, yeah. When back in the day when Bill got on Arsenio and played the saxophone, that's pandering. Yes, he yes. can play the saxophone, but man of God, right? When, you know what I'm saying? So like when Joe get up, got on the Breakfast Club and was talking about, oh yeah, I love black people. I can't do nothing without like <laughs> that's pandering. Right? Yeah. But this woman genuinely and joyfully enjoying hip hop music. And then that's the thing. You want her to be writing laws 24-7? Like, I understand that the world is a America is a dumpster is a it cluster is. freak, right? Yeah. It, it is a dumpster fire. But like, is there no point for joy? Yeah. Is there no point in like cause you here's the other thing? She married to the white that white man was in a corner. He was mm-hmm. letting call of a thrive. She was surrounded by all blacks. I mean, and 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 not and I don't think they were token. I feel like these people are her friends because you yeah. they in her face was a sense of comfort and mm-hmm. just relax. And she had on pink pants. Yeah. Like she, you know what I'm saying? She was enjoying herself. They had no pants put on her. No, no what I'm saying? And it wasn't yeah. like the tan suit, the blue black. Woman got, I'm surprised she didn't do a you know what I'm saying? She could she could have hit up a little stroll. You know what I'm saying? So I see all that you say. I feel like, and it's probably lead us into the conversation you want to get at. Mm-hmm. I feel like, at least at least on the internet, we look for stuff to be mad at. Yeah, we yeah. just want to be mad about something, and yeah. nothing about that. No matter how you feel about Kamala Harris, I I have no logical. You can't convince me in no way, form, or fashion why that mm-hmm. should have angered anyone, bro. Yeah, like why why does that trigger you? Like you have to find. Something in the and to me, I'm, I was kind of if my level of disappointment was like, why she had no red solo cup in her hand? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I understand, I understand why. And on the but you know she, she VP, so I feel you know what I'm saying. I get so, it. Yeah. But to me, like, I, I'm I'm understanding. Like, I know you VP, so obstacles are a thing. Mm-hmm. But I would have, I would, I want her to have the ability. You know what? Have the red solo cup. Have you know? Do the thing that you want to do. Because I I understand. Even though you have one of the highest jobs in the land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you are a mm-hmm. human you know what i'm saying you you are a person you are just like me right S- you have struggles you have issues you have uh, challenges you have stresses um you have family woes you have pressure on your back like and you need times to release you need the time to to just really unwind and chill and i'm like i feel like we're in a society where even the 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 appearance of joy is like upsetting to people. You know, I'm so I'm saying I wish she could have had the red solo cup because I know she probably wanted the red solo cup. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish we could have saw her and Michelle <laughs> dancing together side by side. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's my only critique. <laughs> what were the Obamas? <laughs> like that, that's what I'm saying. Like it moments like that you should be able to enjoy. Um, and I guess my question is like, how do we get to this place? In society, mm. where we're like hyper cynical, hyper yeah. uh, uh, just critical of every single thing. Like, how do we get to this place? 
I, I don't know how we got here, and I don't want to blame the internet and social media. I want to sound like an uncle, but mm-hmm. I really feel like social. I think it is a fact mm-hmm. that social media has taken away the the power of human interaction and what that means. Right? Yeah, and I think that because we all have these platforms and we're able to say stuff fast and in real time, mm-hmm. it had because I I don't feel like the people who are mad today were the people we had aunties and uncles who were probably mad back then. But yeah. we were talking about it in the barbershop. You remember yeah. traditional barbershop? Oh, yeah. Oh, Niggas yeah. was angry. They, yeah. would, they would argue about the dumbest stuff and have uh-huh. some of the most, you know, thinking back on the homophobic, um, patriarchal, yeah. misogynistic ideas that ever existed, right? And even in yeah. the beauty, I've, I've been to the beauty shop. My mom would they Ashton would call it the salon. It's a beauty shop in Memphis, right? Um, but I've, I've sat in a couple, you know, I had to wait on my dad or something to get off. And the women, like, they be talking about the latest gossip in the news yeah. and blah, 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 blah. So these kind of things always existed. I think that the internet and this sense of entitlement and this desire to want to go viral and this ability to want to be first, like the like the, uh, the TMZs of the world want to be yeah. first to report and stuff. Like, you know, and even like with the say what you want about Steve Harvey and Marjorie, like, mm. for all we know, that is a complete lie. Right. Yeah. And you got people just putting stuff out here like, yeah, they on what and right. why? Like, do you hate that woman so badly? Right. Like, it's one thing if you be like, I don't mess with Marjorie. Mm-hmm. But do you hate her that badly that you literally created a story? And because you know who it is, yeah. it's going to pop. It's going to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I really think the power of the Internet and that kind of unfiltered um, lack of accountability surrounding it. Mm-hmm. gives people that space because um i was looking at a, a video where a woman was pregnant and she mm-hmm. um didn't want to know the gender yeah which people are you know doing more and more and she was like i just want a healthy baby mm-hmm. brother comments came in and said oh so what about all the other babies that aren't born healthy they don't deserve to be loved like like what? those were literally the comments bro <laughs> Those were literally the comments. Reaching. Are you saying? Are you saying that if your baby isn't healthy, you're not going to love it? What about my baby? My baby has autism and blah blah blah. blah. My baby doesn't deserve to be loved. It's like I'm not saying any of that. All I'm right. saying is that I chose not to have a gender reveal. And my 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 only prayer right now is that I have a health. And I, and I don't think I even think parents who are dealing with um, the reality of raising children with um, special needs, special needs, right? I believe that was your same prayer. I don't think anybody said, God, give me a special needs baby. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that that was anybody's prayer because we understand the suffering that people yeah. with special needs have to go through. But at the same time, I also see the love, dedication, and care mm-hmm. that comes from those parents. So me saying that this is my prayer, this is what I hope for myself, yeah. is not a dismissal of anyone else who isn't doing it. Right? right. And I think so. It's like, I feel like people find ways yeah. to get angry. I see the Black Man campaigns and I saw this. Uh, video of this uh, older guy kissed his dad on the cheek. Hey, bro, I get the love, but you still kiss your dad on the cheek at 50? Like, what? Bro, <laughs> I am 33 years old. I got a picture of me and my, like, my dad was sitting on the couch. I literally went and sat under that nigga under on a pit. Mm. My dad ain't no kiss kind of guy, but I be all up in his face. I invade yeah. his face, right? Because yeah. that's my dad, right? And yeah. so, but like, pe- people get angry about the dumbest. And some of it is yeah. projection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Whatever it's all, but, it's, but it's also like, why we got to go there? So anyway, uh, I won't keep rambling, but I will say I think it is the, the the lack of accountability that the Internet gives us uh-huh. and this kind of power that comes with that, this self-proclaimed. Because think about yeah. the people who went viral, who got these big blog sites. Yeah. They just started typing stuff. Yeah. And eventually monetized and made a business. It's big money mm-hmm. in that stuff. 
Yeah. And I'm not saying that's everybody's goal, but I do think there is a power in trolling and all that kind of like people get people get off on this stuff and it's weird. Yeah, I, I get it. And that, I think that's why like, you know, tabloid businesses have been in style for years and tabloids kind of has just pushed over to now social media it's not really reading the newspaper it's really people want the salacious people want the scandals and oftentimes i feel like all no, i'm messing a, a good portion of us have mess in our life so it's the or negative thing going on so i think sometimes there's a it's a situation like the misery loves the company it's like i want to be able to point out something negative with somebody or point out to this or point to that to then maybe i can feel better about myself you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, i feel like that's mm-hmm, kind of the situation mm-hmm. where that comes from and to your point i feel like the internet and again don't want to be the old person or blame the internet for stuff but i feel like everybody feels that they have a voice right mm-hmm. um and social media gives everyone a voice and you think just because you say it 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 makes sense or it's logical or it's real or it's it's you know no disrespect like are people's opinion valid to them sure but in the grand scheme of things, your opinions aren't really don't really have any weight, right? No, um, like they don't really. It 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 doesn't. Like people don't really like you can say anything you want, but just because you say it don't mean it's real. Don't your feelings aren't necessarily facts, right? And sometimes it, it can be facts, but no one really cares. Like it's it's up to you. And and I guess what is the mindset? Believe say that again. Say that again. What the, the fact that like just because it can, it be, can facts, be facts and no one cares, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> I mean, you're telling us stuff that no one really cares about. Like it's and, and to me, it's like why do you why did you wake up and say you know what I'm gonna go here and just just spew nonsense and hate. And it's funny to me is that I've seen people even with super positive people like Tabitha Brown, super positive people who put out nothing but positive like energy. Like come for her like neck like who do you think you are and this now I'm like I y'all just fine and 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 I mean I'm asked a question there's a difference between like you know I feel you know and you can ask me if, if playful roasting because you know black people won't get these jokes off right oh, yeah. um and there's also a difference between like accountability like you know saying you know trying to hold people accountable and things of the nature for their actions and stuff like that but I feel like the accountability and maybe the roasting i think it's really the when it comes down to it is the the motive behind it so is there mm. is there a difference is there a fine line between accountability and playful roasting and just outright negativity i don't think it's a fine line i think it's a very clear line okay and you mm-hmm. my opinion and yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's stay with tabitha brown for a second so i don't know what i'm gonna hold her accountable to because right. i don't know that in my opinion, she's done anything wrong or said anything that bothered me or offended me. No. Um, so here's the thing about accountability. Let me use two different people. Yeah. Playful roasting, Tabitha Brown. There's no way in the world, I don't care how much seasoning and liquid smoke you put on a carrot, it's not a hot dog. It's not. Mm-mm. And I don't care what you do with them heart of palms, you can deep fry, and they may be good, but that is not a piece of fried fish. Right. Okay. And I eat meat, but when people get to tell it, like, that's why I like boneless wings. Just give me some chicken nuggets and put up some sauce. Don't tell, don't, don't try to fix it up. They're right. not wings. Right. It's it's chicken. It's literally just chicken nuggets. Yeah. Like that's like we already had chicken nuggets, and y'all got cute and dipped them and want to call them boneless wings. Or like when right. y'all said, we're gonna do some cauliflower wings. No. That's not wings. Cauliflower and buffalo sauce. Like yeah. and that's stop calling them wings. So like that's oh, the, my cauliflower. That is right. what it is. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, 
that could be the playful roasting, like yeah. Captain Brown, blah blah blah, trying to get me on this vegan tip, blah blah blah, and it could be funny. This, this, mm-hmm. and a third, but that's because I don't like vegan food. We can make, we can laugh and kiki about this. Yeah, yeah. Accountability would be, um, Jamie, was it Jamie Fox who said the stuff about they killed Jesus and they oh, special? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I understood. This is what mm-hmm. white people get in our business. Yeah. I understood what he was saying, but I also understand going back to the Kamala point. Yeah. His position in the world. Yeah. Right. He works with Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has Jewish fans, and I can understand how, as much as we get it, mm-hmm. that comment could have been offensive. So I apologize. But yeah, more of your apology is really the explanation of black culture and less about. Like I'm, I'm gonna be like, because this would be, in my opinion, the one time when you could say, "I'm sorry <coughs> that that offended you," could yeah. could be legitimate because I really wasn't aimed at you. Mm-hmm. Like I understand the historical context. Let me explain culturally what I meant, right? Yeah. So it's it's less about me like really being super like um uh, you, you know um what's what's the word I'm looking for um me being like sad or, or regretful that it happened or whatever, and yeah. more or less like. You insist you in black folk business? Yeah. Let me tell you what. You know how many times as a child we heard, if they kill Jesus, what you think they're going to do to you? Right? At no point did any of us think about we blaming the Jews for his death. We're literally saying Jesus, (laughs) for all intents and purposes, lived a perfect life. And if if they hated him, nigga, like, and you are perfect. You lie every day. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? So like, right. and so that's, I a think, com- that's a common colloquialism that's, in that's black a, culture. Exactly. But when I say holding him accountable, I think it is. I think it was like why I in parts of me was like the nigga in me was like you better not apologize to nobody. But there's parts <laughs> of me was like I get it, right? Yeah. So I think though I say I think the line is clear. Like even with Tyrese getting online saying some of the crazy stuff he say, like bro. Mm-hmm. Even like with Kim Burrell when she got sick, Kim Burrell got online saying you know Tyrese gets on here and says anything. And, you know, but it's like, why are you telling us this? That was a private moment between y'all two. Yeah. We don't need that, bro. Like, be quiet. Like, you know, hold stuff to the chest. Um, yeah. Other people who are like, the stuff going on with the white people in that Stephanie show. Why is mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher on writing letters to the judge about this man's character? He yeah. drugged and raped people. And, yeah. like, like what? Like it, And he may have changed his life and gotten better, but mm-hmm. what he did is what he did, right? Yeah. So, like, the accountability of that is, like, I don't care how you feel. Why are you writing letters on support? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's, that, yeah. that's a clear line to me. That's a hold. Yeah. He had the action. Let him live out the consequences of said action versus, right. right, versus just, I don't rock with this person or I'm a playfully roast. Because, bro, I'm sure that there are some celebrities or some people, like, I've told you plenty of times, I don't Joe. Yeah. I ain't got nothing against Joe as an artist. I just don't <laughs> particularly like Joe's music, like I mean, he got some bops. I want to know what turns you. But his, my favorite bop is, is a big rich town, and that's the last, <laughs> and that's it for me. But I don't, and, right. and I would joke about some what I may think is the corniness of him. But I don't dislike Joe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't dislike mm-hmm. him as a problem. I'm not gonna get on the internet and be like, "Nigga, your career is whack. You this, you that." Like, yeah. one, what is that? For what? <laughs> what is the? I think we talked about it last week when people got online. Uh, I'm so glad that that Game of Thrones and stuff is over. I'm sick of hearing y'all talk about. It. Never watched it. Never will. Like, <laughs> like, okay, like, okay, girl. Like, we all still watched it, and it was still one of the top-rated shows in television history. I never watched right. Game of Thrones, but right. I never got on the internet and talked about Game of Thrones. Like, I get on the internet talking about Power because they came on around the same time, right? Yeah. So, so it's like I think people. I feel. I feel like people want to be heard. And yeah. The internet gives them a voice. Yes. And they're just talking in this echo chamber, hoping mm-hmm. somebody hears them. 
<clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, so to that question, I think those lines are really clear. Like, holding somebody mm-hmm. accountable is, like, their actions, what they do, how they're doing it. Yeah. Like, I think me and you were talking offline about the whole Deion Sanders stuff right now with the shades yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you can say whatever you want. That's a respectability politics thing, right? Yeah. So, like, we need to hold that man accountable to say, why is this, why is this bothering you so much? Why is this man's name even in your mouth? Versus right. playfully roasting him and saying, yeah. bro, now you can take them shades off when you do an interview. Like, I think that's a yeah. huge difference in the approach to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> and, I, and I think that within that, it's like, I feel like within that, it's the, um, the, like, Black Twitter is a perfect example of we are going to just roast people just because it's fun. And I don't think it's coming from a negative place. The Montgomery Brawl. Yes, that wasn't coming from a negative place. That when was the girl from, went missing and came back. Yes, <laughs> and the thing is, we held her accountable too. After it was like, girl, like we held her accountable. And girl, you, like, you ain't do this, <laughs> girl. Like, it, it, we can we can hold accountable and roast people at the same time. Like, and I feel like even within our culture, I feel like we we do a great job of of roasting people and holding people accountable within the same breath. And the lines just, are clear. Yeah, it's it's clear. It's like it's we gonna get these jokes off, and sometimes we gonna we just want to do it because it's just. We got to find mm-hmm. the joy in the midst of the pain. Find the joy in the midst yes. of the sorrow, right? And yes. that's what we've been we've been doing for over 400 years is trying to find find, yes. cho- find the ways to choose joy when we were just surrounded by when the world misery. won't let us have it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what I feel like sometimes, I feel like now we are in a society where I feel like we, there are more things to be joyful about. I feel like, you know, of course there are things that we can we can point out that, you know, system of pressure is still real. You know, a lot of us still in, in bad spots, you know, uh, economically and socially and educational wise. There's so many bad things we can we can consider, but I feel like over over a whole, there are moments we can wake up and be like, you know what? Today isn't as bad. As, you know, we we can find joy in so many places and spaces and things. Um I feel like we just choose negativity. And I don't know if it's a situation where, you know, as the Bible talks about, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Like, is it like a heart issue of the fact of of just the negativity? I think niggas is miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I really like, do. Yeah. And, um, go ahead. No, no. I, and I was going to say, like, why? Like, why? Like, why? You know what I mean? Oh. I, you know what? I, I do... So I think it's I think it's I think it's complicated and that's loaded. Like so, going mm-hmm. back to the Mac- Montgomery brawl, mm-hmm. just to make it even more clear for you people who are out there listening, we praise Unc with that chair. Yes, but we also <laughs> held him accountable when he started beating that woman over the head with that chair. It was like, <laughs> all right, Unc, but, right you also, but you also got but and I'm and I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah, when you talk about what's in your heart, Unc had years of stuff built up in him. That I'm is sure. a middle aged sixty year old black man in Alabama. Oh yeah, when that chair came out. He probably saw red or black. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my path. Back. Oh yeah, because because the first swing, first few swings were on were on men. Yeah. That white woman thought she'd come in there and say today, and he, <laughs> and he just... was like, "Nope, that right." So, but I, <laughs> but I, but if you watch him, I don't think he was doing that out of just like mm-hmm. I want to beat niggas with chair. This is like, <laughs> this is for Harriet, right? It was it was yeah. it was literally. <laughs> I literally feel like it was built up. So to your point about what's in your heart, I think the people that that's an example of like rage being expressed in a moment. Yeah. Like you you got the moment to let it out and you just it unlock something. Mm-hmm. And I think in yeah. so many spaces, people are miserable. Yeah. They're angry. They're upset. 
they're mad, uh, and it materializes and manifests itself in ways that are sometimes harmful to themselves, mm-hmm. oftentimes harmful to others. But in the case of what we're talking about right now, um, they become like this poison almost yeah. in, 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 in with their voices in public spaces or even private yeah. spaces because yeah. they have no joy. So it's, it is unfortunate that I think across the spectrum of people, regardless of race, ethnicity, any kind of identities. Yeah. Is that we all experience pain. I yeah. think black people have disproportionately experienced more pain over the course yeah. of our lives in this country and in mm-hmm. this world than any other group. However, we all experience pain. I think we all deal with that differently. A lot of us mm-hmm. go into the, the the joking stuff that we talked about, but there yeah. are a cohort of us who like look to look to find other people. SpongeBob SquarePants, mm. Plankton. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what that Mr. Krabs did. He was upset that he didn't have the same success. So instead of perfecting his burger recipe and getting mm-hmm. better, he just kept trying to steal the Krabby Patty formula mm-hmm. or destroy the thing. And I know that is yeah. a frivolous example, but I, that, I think that's, that's part a good of it. Example. I, got so, I got so much hate in my heart that instead yeah. of making me better, I'm going yeah. to destroy you. Like, yeah. I'm going to hate on you. But think about it like McDonald's and Burger King. They both thrive. And McDonald's is more successful, sure. But yeah. they don't stop Burger King from doing what Burger King doing. Right. They don't stop Wendy's from being Wendy's. They don't right. stop Cookout from being Cookout. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we all can have our space. Yeah, I yeah. may not be, like, even let's look at it like artists. Rihanna ain't Beyonce. But right. it don't stop Rihanna from being Rihanna. Rihanna is Rihanna. You know Rihanna what I'm saying? Rihanna is Rihanna. Rihanna is Rihanna. Is Taylor Swift, Rihanna Taylor Swift, like, and you can feel that. And I got feelings about Taylor Swift, but it don't take away who Taylor Swift is. Even with Nicki and yeah. all the drama that comes with Nicki, Nicki Minaj is still Nicki. You can hate her, you can critique yeah. her, you can do whatever you yeah. want to do. What you can't do is take away what that woman has accomplished and did. Right? Yeah. And I think so many people have not found their way of how to own mm-hmm. their space and live in their truth and thrive and you know and we all have our barriers right i'm not gonna say it's not gonna, yeah. it's gonna be easy for all of us but mm-hmm. i do think there's space for all of us to have joy and i also feel like there's space for me to genuinely dislike because brian there are some people i genuinely dislike yeah i not even on a celebrity level i'm talking about regular yeah. regular calm yeah. everyday niggas who i do not mess with right who could get hit by a martyr bus and be like man yeah that's up, mm-hmm. right and that's all i got for you you yeah, know what yeah. i'm saying but at the same time you ain't finna see me <clears> subtweeting them yeah. I ain't gonna make Instagram post about them. If they name right. come up, I, I might just get quiet. Like, why you why you quiet? I ain't got nothing to say. Like, I'm not that guy. Right. Now, right. if me and that person had beef, like something happened, I may come to you as one of my best friends and vent yeah. to you about it. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be having conversations about this person, that right. person, that person, because that doesn't serve me. Yeah. They don't do nothing for me. Right, 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 right. And and you got these people that you dislike with with space just living in your head, and it's like your your life is you're you're just it's caught up on them, and my, mind you, they probably don't even know nothing about you, don't care nothing about you. They sleeping at night while you upset with with somebody regarding that. Um, <clears throat> question: What is your response to negativity? Woo! In the moment, sure. Or, <laughs> Just in general. If I'm in the moment, it depends on the uh, environment. I'm at an age <laughs> now, though. I ain't gonna pop off. Yeah. Unless you talk about like. You gotta hit some hot buttons. Like that video I sent you when Nene was reading Sheree down talking about her kids. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's mm-mm. you can tell that one scripted. Nene, Nene was like, <laughs> she said, We the same. You keep my kids name out your and Sheree yeah. was trying to do like this TV stuff, and you could tell it shifted, right? Yeah. So 
moments like that, you bring up my kids yeah, in a yeah. negative way to try to do something and mm-hmm. you gonna get what you gonna get. Like they like we said before, you want a yeah. nigga? Nigga here. Nigga, nigga here right? yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But otherwise, I'm going to gracefully read you probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I may ask you questions that will make you feel dumb about yourself. Yeah. Um, just like we talked about the Farrah Franklin and Keely mm-hmm. from 3LW when Farrah yeah. was like, I sold all the albums. Keely was like, she didn't even get upset. She was like, but did you, but did you sell Did it? you? Did you sell them? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I might do something like that. But, then, but I, because because one thing I'm not going to do is waste my energy going back and forth with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I also know people are crazy. So yeah. while I'm not afraid to fight, right, my first response at a, this big, almost 34 years old next week is not to be like physically fighting you. Like, what are we doing right now? Um, so negativity in general is to not avoid it, but yeah. to diminish it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna change the subject. I'm gonna <laughs> walk away. I'm gonna yeah. gracefully bow out. I'm mm-hmm. going to defend myself when necessary, for sure. Yeah. Like you're not gonna just talk crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm not gonna be around it. Like, I've been around conversations and I've seen them start to trend like yeah. super negative and messy. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, that's my cue. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, nah. That's 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 my general approach is to either diffuse the situation, defend myself when necessary, but uh-huh. also know when to place myself out of that because. I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, and, and and I think there are moments where you definitely gotta gotta. And then sometimes you just gotta you just gotta show up in all your yeah. nigga right? You just gotta do yeah. it, right? Yeah, you got to because I feel like some things need to be addressed, some things don't need to be addressed, and also sometimes I'm gonna look at the person who's saying it, right? And that part Cause, too, because especially if you ain't got nothing, I'm be like, oh, okay, I know where it's coming from. Like sometimes you mm-hmm. can kind of when dealing with somebody, you know where it's coming from, like. You know where it's coming from. It's coming mm-hmm. from hate. It's coming from a level of you feeling that, you know, I or somebody's in a space that you wish you were in, jealousy, envy. It comes from those, it comes from those spaces kind of like, okay, I, I see, I see you. I see where you're coming from. Um, to your point, if you cross the line and come after the family, then you gotta sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta respond with disrespect with disrespect. You right? can tell the people who ain't never got beat up before, who ain't never been in a fight. Yeah, you, you ain't never you, almost lost it, right? And sometimes yeah. I think they need they need a reminder. Yeah, like I, I ain't the one. Like, or an introduction. Yeah, like I'm not. That's, <laughs> that's not me. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm nice and all. I love you and all, but like nah, we don't. We don't. There's some things we just don't do, right? Mm-hmm. And I do that. And sometimes you, I sometimes I can ignore. I can ignore. I can ignore people sometimes. Like the fact of like, especially again, if I don't, if 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 one if we don't share a last name, right? If if I don't consider you a close friend or family member. Right. For the most part, we really have nothing. I remember, I think even on like on my LinkedIn, I changed companies and a, a former representative with the firm I was with previously I said something negative on my page. Like, you know, I thought you were uh, had more class or had more respect or something like that. And I just I just ignored because it. I was left? Yeah. Come with a different company. I'm like, I was like, I'm not even gonna reply to you because did you know, leave without giving a two week notice or something? Like I'm trying to understand what the none of the things. Even like, though I think it was a, it was a it was a field representative, a person that works in the, in the field. Like so, it wasn't oh. any person that works at corporate or like that. Person works in the field. I know how much money you make. Like so, let's let's just talk about that first. So you over here talking about me? I know how much money you make. I know your background. I know all your compliance and all that kind of stuff. So you're the last person that should be talking about anything or coming to any negativity with me. So I could have literally just destroyed this man on a business social media site, but I decided not to, right? So 
Like whatever. You can have that. And sometimes people people do the negative stuff because they want to feel like they're have some level of power, which they probably don't. They probably beat their wives or whatever. And it is what it is. Okay. Um, so within that, um, we talked about people choosing joy, choosing to be positive. How is it or how do you feel like you can go about cultivating cultivating positivity or creating a positive environment? How do I cultivate positive? I think it is keeping those type of people around you, mm-hmm. right? And understanding what they bring to the table. So I think it is almost the the complement to the first question that you just asked. And that was, how do I do with negative situations? And one of them is that I try to make sure my space is filled with people who aren't negative. Yeah. Right? If I got people around me who always like, it's one. So I understand, you know how some people connect on like being sarcastic and throwing shots at each other playfully. Mm-hmm. Like some people like genuinely connect in that way. But mm-hmm. and it's, sometimes it's funny. Like you, you start off with a little rival. I went to, you know, I went to Morehouse, went to CAU and yeah. we start off with little jokes and like blah, 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 blah. But at some point, if that's the only way we connect, yeah. I would eventually stop connecting with you. Yeah. Because it's not that it's not funny or I can't do that with you. But if that's all we got to ever talk about, yeah. or that's the only time we do, we like playfully throwing shade. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to start thinking like, is this really shade? Right. And then really? another time it was like, <clears throat> but do we not have enough depth to talk about anything else? So mm-hmm. one way that I cultivate those positive things is to have people around. Not to say that me and people who are in my circle won't ever disagree. Yeah. Right. But I think that's a huge difference in disagreement yeah. versus negativity. And I think that's the, and for me, when I have that kind of, when I have those kind of people around, like, I don't really have to do much else. The other thing mm-hmm. is my own personal work of setting boundaries. I yeah. was just talking about in therapy is like, trust my intuition and my gut. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I leaned in that to the Holy Ghost. Oh, um, but I'm just, but sometimes I think because, like me and you say, Brian, we're nice hearted, we're kind hearted. Yeah. Sometimes we'll go against what, our, what that gut is telling us. Yeah. And, you know, what my therapist was telling me is that if you can trust your gut more, that that nice fluffy part of you will shine even brighter because they don't have to work mm-hmm. as hard, right? Yeah. If they're working hard to deflect whatever perception you think they may think of you if you don't do this or if you do say yeah. that. It was like, but just trust it. Like if you thought that person was shady and they asked you to lunch, be like, no, I'm good. I don't want to go to lunch. And don't care about what they're going to think. Oh, right, you're right. mean. Oh, I'm not really mean. I'm just not interested in going to lunch. Like, and it's just, yeah. that's yeah. trusted because how mm-hmm. many times have you went against that trust and then you went to the lunch and it was like, I shouldn't have been here. Yeah. Right. Or and not say that that's happened to me, but that well, that happened times where I've connected with folks, but like mm. shouldn't have had this coffee, yeah. shouldn't have took this meeting. Right. Yeah. So I think trusting, trusting that intuition, um, setting boundaries and keeping positive folk around are the ways that I keep, you know, the energy generally positive, bro. And then yeah. of course tapping into self-care, like taking care yeah. of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I said, I said earlier, out of the abundance of the heart of the mouth speaks. So everything what's inside you is going to come out. But then also understanding what your appetite is. So if you mm-hmm. if you enjoy eating negativity, then you're going to be feeding off of folks who are negative. So you're going to attract those things that are are negative. Or um, and even within that, like there are moments where we can we can vent to each other. And venting sometimes isn't positive, but we at some point we're going to come back to a to a we may the venting may be like bending all these like negative emotions we're going to come back to a positive space of like well now how can we deal with all of this this these limits that have been given to us right and all actually mm-hmm. lemons aren't really mm-hmm. a negative thing which it's interesting we say make lemonades because lemons are just a great fruit right but it's the fact of like understanding what can i do with all this this stuff how can i use this as fuel how can i use this as uh something to just to, to better myself better my environment um, and I think that's something that it's if we if we really 
<clears throat> truly um, desire to be better people, right? Uh, desire to be better believers, de desire to be better employees, parents, husbands, whatever that I think is going to come to a point of us trying to remain positive and think positive things. Um, how mm -hmm. oftentimes we've we been in relationships where our mind got the best of us and we took offense to something because we already had a negative thought in mind. Mm. Or we came into a, a conversation already thinking negatively. So your spouse or your partner could have said something that that probably wasn't negative, but we just perceived it as negative because we were already in a negative space. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like that's something we probably should do. Um, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go scripture real quick that I felt like that was really take us uh, to the Bible. I'm, I'm gonna go to the Bible real quick uh, before we head out. Uh, Philippians 4. Um, and it said, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Put your mind, Put your Lord mind says on Lord says your righteous mind. Right. Like, and before then, the verse before that, verse seven says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through. So, like, if you're if you're just keeping your mind really focused on positive things, and we say it all the time, like self affirmation, uh, affirmations, and speaking, "I am great," "I am this," "I am that." It has health implications. It has uh, um, what the kids say, manifesting things. My God, right? If you're if you're constantly thinking of negativity and speaking out negatively and putting a negative, if you think about if you believe in karma. Right, what we believe is is reaping and sowing and planting seeds and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you're all the time and just putting in negativity, spitting out negativity, like what is your life going to end up? Like what do you if you're putting negativity out in the world, where are you going to get back? Any any principle through life, through history, either be Christian or worldly or universal, the main principle is positivity. If you put out positivity, you'll get positivity back. Right? Put out negativity, you'll get it back. Right? So I think that's the the biggest thing uh, within that. Um, and I guess we can close out anything before we wrap up this conversation that you want to put out there in terms of positivity, negativity, uh, especially the holiday season's coming up. Uh, we know that's a whole thing. That could be a whole part too. No, I don't know that anything I want to add right now, but I will say um, just do a check, a self-check, self-assessment, uh, shine a light on the inside. Mm -hmm. The old song said, you know, Lord, whether I'm right or wrong, but <laughs> not only does the Lord know, but you know. Yeah. Right? And you know yep. it's in your heart of hearts what your intents are, what your vibes are, what your energy is. The only yep. thing, oh, I, there is one thing I will add. If you know your vibe and energy is off, mm -hmm. know that before you go into spaces. Yes. Right. My one of my closest friends, my other closest friend, Johnny, his birthday is um, tomorrow, mm -hmm. Friday. We're going celebrate him. Yeah. I don't, nothing's going on with me right now. But if I knew I was in a bad space, mm -hmm. I might not go. Yeah. Or I'm going to do all the work possible to get mm -hmm. my mind right before I go so that I don't yeah. create negative. I don't have negative energy and people ain't trying to come. It's because if somebody say something to me, right? Yeah. I'm ready. To, like you said, I was already in a negative space. I'm ready yeah. to pop off. So I think that yeah. self-awareness helps. Um, mm -hmm. But that's what I say. Just have a better control and sense of self. And I think we can we can navigate this life a little easier. That's all. Agree. Self-work, uh, self-reflection, uh, deal with yourself, and then you, things will be better. Mm -hmm. Free your right. mind and the rest will follow. Hey, that's a good one. <laughs> Shout out to him. Both. All right. All I guess right. that was our living room conversation. Pockets of joy? Um, I think.
think you have something that you want to talk about, or I feel like this was kind of a choosing I joy moment. I, I can I can throw it in here real quick. Okay. So I'm going to see my favorite rapper next week in California. Oh. Um, and maybe you know what? I'll say that next week because we'll record before I actually go see him. So I dive to that. This was Joy. Um, I don't think we. I don't think Rodney Jenkins did what he's supposed to do this week. Oh, okay. So, so that means great conversation. The, yeah, great conversation. Let's do it. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we get some things off of our chest. We talk about positivity and stuff like that, even though sometimes we got to get things off of our chest. It's a place of venting. It's like your therapy session. Uh, I said, tomorrow's not promised. Cuss them out today. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. You can get things out even in a positive way. Josh, Josh is there anything you want to get off your chest this week? Yeah. Holds my accountable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just say that... I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this because I ain't trying to lose my job. Oh. Um, I would just say we have to do a better job of translating not so positive information, mm-hmm. right? And oh, it, soft skills. Ooh. Yes, those soft skills are so Ooh. important. Um, so I'm, I, I've been dealing with some situations to where the emails have been far worse than the realities. Mm-hmm. And it had me to the place where I was like, yep, that's it, Asher. Get my resume together. I'm out, right? And then <laughs> I, I get into the conversation and there's already solutions in place. There's plans in place. I'm like, yeah. You could have lost what I would believe one of your best employees mm-hmm. because you lack soft skills. You communicated poorly. You do sit like these urgent whatever in emails and stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah. you could have. I know for me, my title says manager, but I ain't managing nobody yet. Right. Um, there's no way where I'm sending that kind of email over in that mm. way, and especially if I know I'm actively thinking about a solution. I'm coming to you solutions oriented first. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can talk about some of the implications if that solution doesn't quite work. So mm-hmm. that's, that's my only thing. Like I work for a nonprofit without going into it. You know, we're in budget season. We know how that can be. Um, yeah. So there are some things happening, some organizational shifts. And I'm safe. So y'all ain't got to go into prep for that. I'm good. Right, but there was just some things structurally that was impacting my work that I think could have been communicated better. And it all it almost, it, just like I said before, you want a nigga? Nigga here. He almost, here. He almost showed up. <laughs> he almost showed up. And I don't yeah. think that's a Josh they want to experience. So no. develop soft skills, y'all. And not just at work, in life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and maybe that ties into the living room. Yeah. Learn how to talk to folk. Yeah. I promise you, you can have negative news and yes. it can go off so much better if you say it in, in the right way. I yes. promise you. But if you but if you don't know how to do that, yeah. you, you think I'm overreacting, but now, fam, no, I'm responding no, no. Yeah. to what it is, to what I believe it is, to how yeah. you presented it. So yeah. That's Ooh, me. That's How about good. you, bro? Soft skills. Um, I don't. I don't have anything right now. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else on my chest I want to get off. But uh, uh, no, I'm just gonna choose joy. I'm gonna choose joy, joy to speak. I can't think of anything right now. Mighty God. Well, with that being said, I still accept it's been another episode of great the episode. Jigsaw Podcast. Great episode. Um, thank you all again for joining us every single week, like you always do. Um, and yeah, I, I heard we blessed y'all last week. Maybe we and Brian need to have a Bible study. Maybe one, one episode, put out a yeah. scripture, and just talk and talk talk about some talk about some texts. Um, because yeah, y'all was feeling it. Y'all some little churchy babies. Are y'all who in the rest? Y'all want to y'all want to believe again? Y'all y'all. Whoa! I believe the children are the future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. way. <laughs> Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a Give sense them of pride. A pride. A pride. <laughs> But no, thank y'all for listening. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, Brian. Uh, continue to support, subscribe, uh, share, 
Uh, we're on every podcast platform you can think of. Uh, let us know Except how Stitcher. Stitcher no longer they merged with Pandora. So if you used to listen on oh. Stitcher, just go to Pandora. <laughs> Great. Um, well, yeah, do that. Um, five stars enough to get all comment positive comments. Uh, hit us on the DMs. For, uh, if you are, you know, liking the things, let us know. Continue to engage with anything we put on the on the on the social medias. Uh, follow Josh and I am Josh Rogers. Follow me and I am Brian Hare. Follow the Jigsaw Podcast. Uh, support and patronize the black businesses we have on the Bless Up. Uh, shout out to Chris. Shout out to Jasmine. We thank you for all that you do. Uh, and before we head out, Josh, let the people know what they need to do. You only can do what you can while you can in very many ways that you can. But in all you're doing, please don't get caught with your work undone. Love y'all. All right. See you next week. Peace.